0: Hey guys, it's uh, Ronald Cavalier here. We're going to do uh, Ron's Reactions in Episode 2. Uh, so today I brought some t- some of the top performers from the past weekend. Um, to start with Trevor Lawrence. Um, we're going to talk about Trevor later in the show too here today. Um, I'm freezing down in my basement. I'm going to have to get some heat down here. So T-Law went... He he threw the ball 42 times, 30 completions, 71% completion percentage. He threw for 368 yards, three touchdowns, and he also rushed a touchdown in, and this was against the Tennessee Titans. Um, Looks like the Tennessee Titans maybe have seen better days. They just fired their general manager. Um, Things might be a little up in the air at the moment. The Titans usually are a pretty tough defense, um, but I mean, Trevor Lawrence, pretty, he, he announced it, you know, he, he sliced him up pretty good. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is here to stay. It's pretty exciting. the stuff that's happening. Like I said, we're we'll talking about it later. We'll talk about it later. Let's stop. All right. And Miles Sanders, Kilo Sanders, as we like to call him in the, uh, the discord for everybody across the pond there. Um, So he's got. 17 attempts, 144 yards, two touchdowns, and he had three targets. Um, I can't even remember who the Eagles even played. Does it even matter? Um, Eagles are awesome rushing offense. Um, good for him. It's still Miles Sanders. Fun weekend though for him. Fun for the Miles Sanders people. I know I have a couple shares on a on a competitor or two, so I'm I'm excited about that. We've got Jerry Judy for the wide receivers with nine targets, eight receptions for 73 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know Jerry Judy's been crushing the, the man coverage. I've seen the yards per route run stats. Um oh, geez, I should have it pulled up and I'm irresponsible. I'll filibuster about some things. We got a cat, we got a kitten, so now we have a, a a six a sixty pound dog, a fifty pound dog, both are like one years old, and this one pound kitten. And the one dog, Sophie, she uh, I can't even find this. So I'll tell the story anyway. Sophie really likes the little kitten, and Jimmy, the the big guy. He bit the whole kitten's head just trying to play with it. So we have to keep them separated till they get used to each other. I can't find the stats. I'll come pro- more prepared next time. It's episode two, for God's sakes. Whatever. All right. And Evan Ingram was the tight end one on the weekend with 15 targets, 11 receptions, 162 yards, and two touchdowns. Wow. Wow. But Evan Ingram, once in a blue moon. Cool, 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 cool. Good weekend. Awesome. Gosh, 162 yards, man. Evan Ingram, who would have thought you'd be saying that? Not I. So a couple of the other headlines from the weekend. Of course, we're going to talk about the Jamison Williams touchdown reception. Right here. Here he is, guys. J-Mo. Right back there. Uh, you know, his first catch as a Lion is a touchdown. How awesome. Um, You know, DB looked a little bit confused there. So I <laughs> think he got a little bit lucky on that one. And I want to see Goff put it on him maybe this weekend. Maybe hit him in stride one time and see what that's like. Right now, I want to see how healthy he is. Uh, that'll be fun. I'm excited to see that. Uh also in some more disappointing news, Debo's hurt with a high ankle sprain and an MCL sprain, and it looks like it's about three weeks for Debo. Um, you know, it it doesn't do much to Debo's value. I have a few teams where I roster Debo, and even before this injury and before CMC was even in San Francisco, nobody really wanted to come pay me for Debo and what he did last year. I think he always carries that injury prone label. Um, And, you know, being in that offense, it's, it's hard to be the high volume guy, you know, with guys like CMC and Iuke and Kittle all around you with Brock Purdy, who is also injured. I believe his status is up in the air as of now for this weekend. Um, He hurt his oblique. Uh, I don't know if it's his right or his left. Either way, it can't be great for any sort of throwing. You know, you mess with your oblique. Kenneth Walker might play on Thursday. That's exciting for me. I don't get to watch a lot of Seahawks games. Being in Michigan, they're not really a... They're not on the local stuff for me too often, so I get to watch hopefully watch Kenneth Walker play. It stinks that it's the 49ers. Um, I don't expect to see much from him if he if he's even active. Uh, I hope they sit him down and just rest him for this game. Uh, It's a pretty good defense. It's a pretty good defense. T.Y. Hilton signed with the Cowboys for the, uh, the playoff run here. Um... That's it's cool I guess. Uh if you want to pick him up, pick him up. Uh I don't know. I can it's hard to get for me to get excited about it even to put him onto a contender. I just feel like he's going to go do like the Deshaun Jackson for the past few years where he gets two to three deep shots a game and maybe hits one of them for 50 yards. And you might get the one, you might hit the spike game with a touchdown. I don't know. What's that say about Odell Beckham's health, though? I mean, they nobody signed him. And the Cowboys signed T.Y. Hilton before Odell. So kind of something to monitor with his knee. But it, I, I believe I did see mentioned that Odell is just waiting for a free agency now to sign with somebody. And as of right now, I should have somebody else. I need some elevator music is what I need. I'm going to get elevator music. If somebody knows how to get me elevator music, that would be so helpful. I'll figure it out. If you don't, don't worry about it. I got three weeks off coming up here off of work. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, it's kind of why I wanted to get this started. I, I gonna mean, spend a lot of time tinkering probably for three weeks because that's what I do. Uh, I, I gotta stay busy, man. I gotta have something to do. I gotta have, I gotta do a project. I'll have projects all this whole three weeks. Got to stay busy. What am I looking for? And I remember now, guys. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah, and Odell will be 30 years old next year. I can't believe it took me that long to get there, but we got there. DJ Moore, ankle injury, practice in full today. Um, That's exciting stuff because I traded for him. On like two competitors uh right before the ankle injury and I was and I saw that because I've just figured Sam Darnold hundred thousand targets for DJ Moore. Let's go, let's ride. Let's not ride. <laughs> oh god, Russ. Uh, I think Russ is done while we're while I've done that. Can't believe I said that. That's what I, what a wrong thing to do. Tyler Boyd dislocated his finger. He may miss one to two weeks. Mariota's going on the IR. Sounds like some, some things are brewing with Mariota and Atlanta right now. It doesn't sound like he's very happy with what went on. I mean, I guess you can't be. They're kind of still in the playoff hunt, and they decided to sit him down. I get it from Atlanta's perspective, too. They want to see what Ritter has. I mean, they, they've they got to see an entire half season or, or actually more than half a season of Mariota to this point enough to evaluate and probably have made their choice for his future in Atlanta. And I'm guessing that's not, that's with him leaving. The, the stuff I want to watch this weekend, I really, I really want to watch, Um, you know, how Miami responds this weekend. They're going to play Buffalo in a divisional game. And they've had two really bad showings against the Chargers and the 49ers. The 49ers is, you know, that's a good defense. That happens. The Chargers was surprising, um, especially with Derwin James out. It it was just, uh, it looked like a mess. Everything looked off. Uh, So I'm hoping to see the offense step it back up. Against Buffalo, I think they're going to have to. It's in Buffalo, too, in the weather. How is this Miami team going to handle the weather? Uh, But, you know, Tyreek played at Kansas City. It's not like none of these guys have ever seen weather before. This is the NFL, but still, there is a little bit to it. And of course, I want to see the Lions and the Jets. I'm really excited for this game. Super excited. This is like the uh, Lions-Jags. I, the Lions-Jags was a really big, uh, was a big game for me. I wanted to see how we kind of stacked up to a, a team. I thought we were kind of on the same trajectory as you know, we were kind of headed in the right direction. And the, I think the Jets are actually headed in the right direction too, um, as as well as the Lions, of course. Um, I hope the Lions win, but I hope it's a good game. I just want to see a good game. And if it's not a good game, I hope it's because the Lions won by two touchdowns. Sorry, Jets. Whatever, Mike White. But dude, Mike White is seriously like one of the... He has to be like one of the toughest dudes in the NFL. So he... I thought Matt Milano murdered this dude. He seriously folded Mike White in half. Mike White is laying on the ground in the fetal position, you know, punching the ground. He's in so much pain. I, And the dude came back and finished the game. And he left the game at some other point in time. That's crazy, man. Go watch the highlight. The dude gets folded in half. It it is such a hard hit. If somebody did that to Tom Brady, they would have been expelled from the league. You can't, you can no longer be here. Uh... What else do we got the so Kyler torn ACL no good and now the GM has a health related absence immediately after this people are already questioning kind of the the direction of the franchise they're always super hot to start the season and then really tail off at the end The roster's kind of old. The offensive line's kind of bad. I believe they traded their first away to get Hollywood Brown. So you're you're out of first coming into this draft. You got a bad offensive line. You got contracts with J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. I think A.J. Green is still there. Um, I just think it's... uh, I think it's really bad uh, situation overall. And a lot of the Kyler leadership stuff, like when, when they have to put in to your contract that you ha- have to study a certain amount of time, like they want to see you do that, like that's like red flag. And then they had to come out and take it off of there because no, he doesn't really need that. Well, I mean, like, he obviously did. Like, it was there. So I don't know who you're fooling with that. Uh, sorry, Jewy, but Rondale to the IR. And perfect time to talk about our today's question. Today's question from Tim in the Discord. Tim asks, let me pull up the exact question here. Du-du-du. He wants me to explain why I think Trevor Lawrence will have a better and longer career than Kyler, and it goes into some of the things that I have already kind of said. Uh, he's got Kyler has a the weaponry of the reti- a retirement home right now. Zach Ertz just tore his ACL. Kyler tore his ACL. They're going to have to come back halfway through the season on that. Who's going to be the coach next year? Is it still Kingsbury now with uh Keim going on to this health related absence? And I hope if it's something serious, I'm not trying to not trying to make light of it or anything, but it's just terrible timing uh, on for everybody involved here in the situation. They just extended this guy too. And they extended Kingsbury. Like, so these guys are supposed to be here, but what have they done in the past to instill any confidence in you going forward in Kyler's development, the team's development? Um all they've done is gone out and signed veterans and plugged them in, and the veterans have performed. I I don't see any building through the draft. There's no... Who's the homegrown talent on this offense? On the defense, it's Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, but other than that, I can't... My headphones shut off again. That's weird. Um, But I don't think that they're really building anything good out there. And I think the the franchise has, as, as a whole has to take a look at itself and say, where do we go from here? And it might be the firing of time and Kingsbury and just rebooting that whole thing. Because if you're going to miss Kyler for an entire season, hopefully, I mean, not hopefully, but that gives you an opportunity to kind of maybe bring in some younger guys, maybe move off some of these vets or, You find out what you have with Colt McCoy this season, and maybe the offense is better because less freelancing, uh, more studying the playbook. Um, Because sometimes when somebody's just out there winging it, it, it's a little bit harder for everybody else if they don't know what to do when you start winging it. Um, And I just – Kyler's attitude towards things – Everything has kind of gone. It's just seeming to go the wrong way for Kyler. And it's just it's giving me that bad gut feeling when I get that bad gut feeling. I don't there's just no way for me to explain it for anyone to understand other than that. But I don't want any more Kyler. I have the Kyler I have. I'm not just giving it away, but. Yeah. No I don't want any I don't want anything to do with that dude anymore. Um but the reasons I think T Law is gonna have a better and longer career as I from everything I've heard, the dude's a competitor. Um uh, all he's never last year was like his first losing season in his career, I believe. And this is how he's responded. I mean, I, I think the Jaguars have responded pretty well in giving him Doug Peterson and what they've done with Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. And we kind of laughed at them for paying these these guys to come down to Jacksonville. And to be honest, I, I think it's worked out well for them so far. Uh, let's see what they do in the draft and what else they can build there. But Calvin Ridley could be lurking. That's another weapon to give to Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, we're starting to see what he's doing with just Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram on the field. So let's let's get him a true number one, you know, wide receiver that can kind of do it all himself. And let's see how that goes. Um, Also, the Burrow to chase touchdown was crazy on that slant. Oh, my goodness, dude. Wow. Wow. I don't, I've probably watched it like 20 times. I don't know how he fit that thing in there, dude. It's so insane. Real time, it doesn't even look like Chase even knows it's happening until it hits him in the hands. And also, I watched a couple things on Netflix. Uh, might be something I do here or there. Just kind of drop some things maybe I watch or I've been listening to music-wise. Just kind of keep it lighter. Keep it a little a little more fun in the off season. We're going to have some long talks about nothing pretty much. Uh, cause none of it means anything until these guys hit the field, but it's really fun to speculate about. I tell you that. Um, so I, I watched uh, bullet train and the show uh, Wednesday on Netflix. I really enjoyed both of those. Uh, we binged Wednesday really fast. Um, And we have kids like, it was really good. We basically whatever we had a second to turn Wednesday on we did. And one night I was up late and I watched bullet train and I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I liked the guy that directed it. It was from the guys who did, uh, knives out and Deadpool. Those creators came together and collaborated for a little action mystery kind of deal. And it was pretty fun. I liked it. Um, also, if you guys you know like the show, give me a like, subscribe. I think I turned the comments on. Um, I'm pretty new to all the buttons and doodads, so bear with me here. Um, like I said, you guys can DM me at Ronald Cavalier. Just find me that way. Uh, you guys have a good night.